Hey everyone, before we start the episode, I wanted to share some exciting news. We have a YouTube channel now. We started posting our episodes with some cool images and videos, so you should definitely go check it out. You can find us at On Wildlife Podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome to On Wildlife. I'm your host, Alex Ray. On this podcast, we bring the wild to you. We take you on a journey into the life of a different animal every week, and I guarantee you you're going to come out of here knowing more about your favorite animal than you did before. In this episode, you're going to hear about a majestic and elusive yet dangerous animal. They're carnivores that roam forests and grasslands, but unfortunately, they've been declining in recent years. Even though they may scare you, they're extremely important to the ecosystems that they live in, and they need our help. So let's take a hike together as we look at one of the biggest cats in the world, jaguars. Jaguar's scientific name is Panthera onca, meaning that they're members of the genus Panthera, along with lions, leopards, tigers, and snow leopards. They're the only roaring big cat found in the Americas and the Western Hemisphere, living mainly in South America and Central America, with some individuals in North America. There is a debate as to whether mountain lions are big cats. This is because mountain lions live in North and South America, but they can't roar like big cats. Behind tigers and lions, jaguars are the third largest species of big cat. Male jaguars are five and a half to nine feet long, with two or three feet of this total length coming from their tail. And they can weigh anywhere from 220 to 350 pounds, with South American jaguars usually growing larger than their Central American counterparts. They look very similar to leopards, but leopards only live in Africa and Asia. Now, a main way to tell if it's a jaguar is that their spots are a lot more complex and usually have dots in the center of them. Jaguars are also a little bigger than leopards. Jaguars have historically roamed from central Argentina all the way up through Central America and into the southwestern United States. But recently, they've lost half their territory and are considered virtually extinct in North America. Habitat loss is a huge problem for jaguars, and we'll talk about that later. Now, they mainly inhabit the Amazon basin, and some smaller populations exist in Central America. The habitats that they like to live in are tropical rainforests, savannas, and grasslands, and they typically have orange or tan-colored fur, but there are black panthers and albino jaguars. These special colorations are caused by genetic mutations and are referred to as albinism or leucism. Their colors help them to hide from their prey in the underbrush. And they're also able to make a large variety of sounds like snarls, growls, and grunts. In ancient South American cultures, jaguars were worshipped as gods. The Olmecs of Mesoamerica even had artwork showing humans with jaguar characteristics. The Aztec deity Tazcatlipoca had a jaguar as its totem animal, and there were a class of highly skilled warriors known as the Jaguar Knights. Mayans believed that jaguars were able to communicate between the dead and the living, with them being viewed as spiritual companions. 
The name Jaguar comes from the Tupi Guarani word Jaguar, which is said to translate to he who kills with one leap. With that being said, they're at the top of the food chain, and they like to stalk and ambush their prey, but they can chase their prey down if they need to. Jaguars can hit speeds of up to 50 miles per hour when they're trying to catch a meal, but they can only stay at this speed for about 100 feet before they get tired. They're also really good climbers. And even if you might have trouble getting your cat in the bath at home, jaguars are actually really good swimmers. With 50 to 60% of their time being spent in an active manner, the jaguar is considered to be an energetic species of cat. They are active during the day, but they mainly hunt at night. And this gives them an advantage because of their amazing eyesight. Their eyes are well adapted to seeing in the dark because of their tapetum lucidum. This structure is really good at reflecting light back into their eyes. And because of this adaptation, the jaguar's eyesight is doubled at night. But they do see less detail and color during the day because of it. The tapetum lucidum is what causes your dog or cat's eyes to shine at night when you shine a light at them. They have speed, but they also have stamina. When jaguars hunt, they may travel over six miles in one night. And two of the jaguar's favorite meals are capybaras, which are large aquatic rodents, and peccaries, which are kind of similar to pigs. But they'll eat just about anything that they can catch. This includes deer, tortoises, armadillos, birds, fish, iguanas, monkeys, tapirs, and caimans. Being carnivores, jaguars can only eat meat, and they'll eat over 50 pounds of meat in a single feeding. This is mainly because they don't know when they're going to get their next meal. All in all, jaguars have been known to eat more than 85 species and have to have strong jaws to take them down. They have sharp teeth and immensely powerful jaw muscles that help them to kill their prey. While other species of big cats will usually go for a deep bite to the throat and suffocate their victims, jaguars will also crush their skulls. And by doing this, they can take down prey three to four times bigger than themselves. With this method of killing, they can take down the thicker hides of turtles and caimans that they hunt in aquatic environments. Some jaguars have been observed sitting still at the edge of the water and tapping on the surface to attract fish. Like other species of cats, jaguar tongues have bumps on them called papillae, and papillae help to scrape meat off of bones. Jaguars are similar to leopards in regards to their feeding habits. Both will drag their food into the brush to conceal their meal from any would-be thieves and scavengers. And this is no easy task. Their prey could weigh hundreds of pounds. Jaguars are even strong enough to bring cattle carcasses into trees to avoid flooding rivers. They're also the only animal that's known to eat reptiles. They even have specific strategies for eating turtles. They'll insert a paw between the top and bottom of the turtle's shell, then scoop out the insides, all without breaking the shell. In recent years, because of habitat loss, jaguars have had to come in contact with the human world. If their natural habitat has been replaced by farms and ranches, they may go after livestock or even humans. It's believed that jaguars may prey on ranch cattle because they used to prey on large grazing animals from the Pleistocene epoch, that went extinct over 10,000 years ago. 
And because they're at the top of the food chain, they don't really have any natural predators as adults. Okay, let's take a break. But when we get back, you'll hear more about jaguar behaviors and their life cycle. The science word that I'm going to talk to you about today is albedo. Albedo is the ability of a specific object or surface to reflect the sun's light. The ice found at the poles has a high albedo because it's white, meaning that it can reflect a lot of light back into space. But because the ice is melting due to climate change, less light is being reflected, which is actually increasing the temperature of the Earth. Okay, we're back. So jaguars have no designated mating season, but the northern populations seem to mate near the end of the year, with those in the tropics mating any time of the year. After a gestation period lasting between 90 and 100 days, the female jaguar gives birth to one to four tiny cubs, also bearing the spotted pattern on their fur. Each cub weighs less than two pounds, and they're blind for the first 13 days of their life. After mating, the female jaguar doesn't want the males around her at all. She especially doesn't want him around the cubs after they're born. This is because males could possibly kill and eat the cubs. This protective period lasts for at least two years, during which the mother teaches the cubs how to hunt and survive in the rainforest. But why do the males do this? Well, it's usually either to reduce competition for resources or so that they can breed with the female themselves and produce their own offspring if the cubs aren't theirs. At two years old, the male cubs could already weigh 50% more than the female cubs. But females will reach maturity around two and a half years of age, but it can take males up to three or four years before they reach maturity. The average wild jaguar lives between 12 and 15 years, but some jaguars can live into their 20s in captivity, with the oldest reported captive jaguar being 29 and a half years old. The jaguar's name is Makika, and she's the only living jaguar in Croatia. She lives in a zoo in Slavonia and has lived there since 1994. Jaguars are mostly solitary animals, with the exception of them pairing up to mate and also females with their cubs. Males are very territorial, and females are less so. Their territory is defined by marking it with waste or clawing trees and at the ground. When they make claw marks, this can actually release smells from scent glands in their feet. Jaguars have a really great sense of smell, so they can pick up on scents left behind by other individuals. And females will usually establish overlapping territories. They may even share land with their female offspring. These ranges cover 25 to 40 square kilometers, or 10 to 15 square miles. Males will venture out and establish their own territories that are twice as large as the range of females. While female ranges overlap with other related females, the male jaguar ranges usually overlap with the ranges of several females to increase the likelihood of finding a mate. The largest territory ever established by a jaguar was the range of Macho Bee. Macho B was a male jaguar found to have a range of 525 square miles in Arizona. 
As for how territory is determined, Jaguars have a sort of land tenure system. The first rule of this system is that the first individual in an area claims the area. After the area holder dies, the ranges of nearby Jaguars will adjust to fill in the gaps. Jaguars will use vocalizations to communicate with mates or potential competitors. So not only are they great smellers and seers, they also have a keen sense of hearing. Roars that Jaguars make sound kind of like a cough. Because of their solitary nature, fights between males may happen during the mating season but also to handle territorial disputes because they won't tolerate other males encroaching on their territories. Let's take our last break for the trivia question, and then we'll find out more about jaguar behaviors and declining populations. Here's today's trivia question. What was the largest species of dinosaur? The Argentinosaurus is believed to be the world's largest dinosaur and largest land animal, weighing almost 80 tons and measuring almost 115 feet tall. Okay, we're back. So we've already mentioned that jaguars are solitary and will use vocalizations, clawing, and scent marking to mark their territories. Engaging in many practices to catch their prey, they may scale trees or stalk prey from behind the cover of dense vegetation. The scaling of trees helps them to escape from other dangerous animals, but they'll also jump from trees to ambush prey and carry that prey into trees for food security. But finding food and protecting your territory can be extremely exhausting, so jaguars have to rest at some point. From a sample pattern collected from a female, they rest after midnight and again in the late morning after hunting. These rests would usually take place on tree limbs out over the water. Play is also important in a jaguar's life, especially when they're young. Cubs and their mothers will sometimes play, and it appears to be very rough. The cubs will also play with their siblings, and both of these types of play fights help them to develop and learn useful skills for survival. Some of these play sessions occur in and around the water, too. During the flooding season, they'll swim from island to island to catch prey and rest. And surprisingly, they peacefully coexist with pumas and ocelots because they all go after different size groups of prey. There are, however, some accounts of attacks by jaguars on other species of cats that inhabit South and Central America. Every once in a while, jaguar attacks on humans take place, but jaguars are the least likely of all big cats to attack humans. Jaguars are apex predators and keystone species in their ecosystems. They control populations of their prey, which is extremely important. By taking them out of their natural habitats, their prey populations greatly increase, which may seem nice at first, but after this happens, all the vegetation in the area will decrease. Unfortunately, according to the IUCN's red list, the jaguar has been classified as near-threatened since 2002. 
In fact, it's estimated that there are only about 15,000 jaguars left in the wild. The main dangers to jaguars are humans and habitat loss as a result of human expansion, but predation can also be a danger. There are some cases of cubs being killed by predators like anacondas and caimans, but these confirmed cases are really rare. Let's talk about the main threats though, and it really all comes back to us. Reasons that humans may kill jaguars include for sport, in defense of property and livestock, and for their body parts. They can sell these parts on the black market for a lot of money. Because jaguars are a threatened species, the hunting of them is illegal, although some people still feel inclined to do it. Habitat loss is the result of deforestation, which is cutting down trees for resources or to build man-made structures. And this causes a series of problems. First, jaguars are losing their territories, and as we talked about earlier in the podcast, jaguars need a lot of space to roam. Also, jaguars' prey are losing their habitats, which means less food availability. This is what's forcing jaguars to move closer and closer to people, which is dangerous for everybody involved. If you remember the episode I did on tigers, the exact thing is happening to them. Luckily, there are so many organizations that are working to protect jaguar populations, and I'll list a few. You can check out the Cat Action Treasury, the Jaguar Conservation Fund, and Panthera. Thank you so much for coming on this adventure with me as we explored the world of jaguars. You can find the sources that we use for this podcast and links to organizations that we reference at onwildlife.org. You can also email us at onwildlife.podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at on underscore wildlife or on TikTok at onwildlife. Don't forget to tune in next Wednesday for another awesome episode. And that's On Wildlife. You've been listening to On Wildlife with Alex Ray. On Wildlife provides general educational information on various topics as a public service, which should not be construed as professional, financial, real estate, tax, or legal advice. These are our personal opinions only. Please refer to our full disclaimer policy on our website for full details. Mm-hmm.